You're listening to This Is How Projects Get Done, project management conversations with experts around the world, with your hosts, Jonathan Barbado and Chet Lang. Welcome, everyone. I'm Jonathan Barbado. And I'm Chet Lang. Leadership is more than having a vision and a plan. Leaders need to go beyond just tactical problem solving. They must inspire and motivate. In this episode, we will be speaking with Steve Martin, a management coach and trainer who re-engineers business processes to better enable teams to define and deliver amazing products. Welcome, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. I feel uh, honored to contribute. So thank you for having me. To start off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're going to be speaking about today? So I'm going to be talking about leadership. Uh, I've been working in and around technology for about 30 years. Uh, My first 10 years was mostly as a technologist, programmer, engineer, and I found that I really enjoyed working with people and systems, and so I became a project manager and uh, a manager as well, a manager of people. And so I started working with folks and and things of that nature. And then uh, the last 10 years, I've really been working a lot in the agile space, helping people do a transformation from what they're doing right now into thinking and operating their companies in more of an agilistic fashion. And my passion is all around leadership, which is what we're going to talk about today. I have found that you know whether you're a technologist, whether you're a project or a program manager, or whether you're a leader or a consultant, it really comes down to leadership qualities that is going to make something quite successful. That's great. And we know your workshop's a little bit different than necessarily the, uh, the lecture format. You, <laughs> you have people around the room setting up post-it notes, working in circles. Can you tell us a little bit about why you have people work together in your sessions rather than doing a lot of the talking? Yeah, and I think you just said it right there, just in the question, is that leadership is not about sitting back and listening to a lecture. Leadership is about getting your hands dirty. It's about interacting with people, collaborating. Uh, as a leader, you need to motivate, inspire, and get people to work together. And you can't do that just by sitting there <laughs> listening to somebody like me yammer on for 90 minutes. So I want you to look at the lesson, look at what we're trying to uh, accomplish, and then practice it right then, right there. And so with that technique, it tends to stick with people a lot more. In the session that we have today, it's called the High Impact Leader, and it's really in three parts. The first part is really about leadership in general and some of the challenges that we find in industry. Uh, There's a study that came out not too long ago that basically said that good leaders bring out three times more talent, more energy, more motivation of their employees than the worst leaders. You just think about that. Wouldn't you want to get three times at least more out of your team? And these things feed off of each other. If you've got a motivated employee, they're going to bring their talent, they're going to bring their energy. And when they bring their talent and they bring their energy, the motivation starts to feed on itself as well. So it's this really interesting positive loop here. So we want to make sure that a good leader understands that what they bring to the table and if they can be that good leader, um, that's something that is incredibly important. Yeah, well, I think all of our uh, listeners right now are like to think themselves as good leaders and they want to get three times the effort and talent and energy and motivation out of their employees. What are some ways those of us listening could get that three time value? Well, it's, it's interesting because when you think about leadership in and of itself, uh, one of my favorite quotes uh, from somebody who I'd been researching was that there are almost as many views of leadership as there are authors. And so whenever you take a look at leadership, you really have to think about it within the context of where you are. 
Uh, there's, there's so many different types of leadership. There's servant leadership. There's situational leadership. There's transformational leadership. And, you know, one of my favorites I like to quote is primal leadership. Like, ooh, primal. So all these things have their own flavor. But what it gets down to it is, you know, like, how do you get that talent, energy, and motivation? And so the exercise I like to walk through is, you know, what does leadership mean to you? What is that good leader? And people say, oh, gosh, that's such a you know, cheesy question. Like, oh, am I going to have to sit here and write on Post-it notes and put it on the wall and what I think is a good leader? Well, there's a reason why. <laughs> because my view of a leader is different than your view of a leader, which is different than the other people's view of a leader. And unless we can get those things out into the open in alignment with what is leadership for our company, our project, our process, um, you're going to find yourself tending not to be in that good category you know, that, that people tend to put themselves in. And you can take a look at some other studies. Um, there was one that did a study of people who thought they were the best drivers. Are you better than average or worse than average uh, as a driver? And the studies came back, it was on the order of magnitude of 80 to 85% said, I'm a better driver than average. Well, living in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, I, probably flip that around a little bit, you know, and so we have this perception of ourselves that we're actually better than we are, mm-hmm. and so by doing this type of exercise um, and getting it out there, what does leadership mean to me, we can start to align and actually get the expectations of how do we get into that 3x more improvement with that. So for the project manager listening right now, um, maybe not at PD Day this year, but hopefully they'll be there next year, what's something they could do to define leadership and become a better leader off of sort of that qualitative information that they will be working on. Yeah, I actually run this exercise with teams in and of itself. (laughs) So as a consultant going and working with teams, uh, I will run this exercise, especially when you're in the forming part of uh, of a team cycle. And so if we can kick it off with expectation set of, you know, quote, the roles and responsibilities right out of the gate, this is what they expect of me to, you know, help lead. But it's also an acknowledgement that, it's not just the project manager that's the leader. We're all leaders. There's all gonna be a part in time when we're working in the project where, quite frankly, the project manager is not gonna be the leader. It's gonna be um, your tech lead. It might be your quality person. It might be your product person. It might be somebody from documentation. It might be somebody from release. Everybody's gonna have some sort of leadership along the way. And so if we can have that understanding right at the very beginning, it doesn't fall on one person's shoulders you know, as a project manager, yes, we're there to kind of ensure and make, move the process along. Mm. But we're also there to help make sure that the team is working, collaborating, and getting uh, what we need done to get done. And that is going to mean there's going to be certain times where leadership is going to be passed around. Now, more often than not, as a consultant, I'm called in during the storm, <laughs> not necessarily during the form. Mm. We will do the same exercise. What were your expectations? And where are the gaps in those expectations? And then how do we fill that gap in? And so it's, again, trying to figure out, all right, if I couldn't start off in a green zone <laughs> and I'm coming in during a storm that might be prolonged, you know, how do we get from red to yellow, yellow to back to, to green? And so that exercise kind of helps with that. The project manager listening who wants to walk through that process mm-hmm. um, with themselves and the team, what are the concrete steps that they can do to become better leaders? This exercise is just an initial w- awareness exercise. Okay. And so it's not one and done. 
Mm-hmm. What this does here is it kind of baselines uh, the team and the project manager together of, you know, where should we be at this point in time right now? And so the two questions that I like to ask, and I do like to have these done with sticky notes, is, okay, question number one is, what does good leadership look like or feel like? And so one response per post-it note, everybody does this as an individual. Um, Studies have shown that you actually get much better brainstorming and higher quality uh, ideas if you initially do things by yourself for a few minutes and then pull the, air, uh, pull the concepts together as a group. And so you answer that question, okay, what does good leadership look like or feel like? And each person writes several sticky notes, one idea per sticky note, and they stick it on the wall. The second question that I like to ask at the same time is, uh, what is preventing good leadership right now? And so I want to know what are those things that are holding it back? Is it uh, training, I don't trust this person. Well, nobody ever really says that, but uh, you can kind of infer some of that with some of the post-it notes that get up there. But you want to get a sense of what's holding us back. So if you know what good is, question number one, and you have an understanding of what's holding you back, question number two, well, you've instantly created a backlog <laughs> of actions that you can take. And that's how I, I work with the teams. It's like every backlog is going to be different for uh, various teams. So I don't go in with a preset questions, do this, do this, do this, do this. Because again, leadership is situational and that you have to make sure that good leadership and where the gaps are and what's preventing us right now, we, f- we fill those gaps. Can you give us an example of a time that you worked with a team and doing this exercise really shed a lot of light on what the problem was and really helped transform a group fairly quickly? Yeah, one of the themes that pops up quite often is who is going to uh, resolve issues, (laughs) you know, and many of the teams that I work with uh, feel that, well, that's the project manager's job. You're there to make sure that we don't have risk, you're there to resolve all our issues, and we're here just to work. Well, there's no way a project manager could, let's say, if we're going to do a software example, go into the system and code. There is no way a project manager can go into a organization and set up a new server if the, the server is bad. There's no way a project manager can go in there and start you know, doing test automation. That, those are unrealistic expectations. And so when we start thinking about how are we going to resolve impediments, what is the process by which we're going to do that? And getting clarity into that. Because again, it's not just one person's responsibility for that it's going to be the team's responsibility for that. Project management person is there to help facilitate that, and they're going to ask the questions, what do you need? Um, What can I do for you? How can I push this forward? But they're not the person that's going to be sitting there and actually resolving that particular impediment. And so it's amazing how sometimes, with some teams, they expect the project manager to do all those things. Now, you might get lucky and have a project manager that also has that skill set, but more often than not, that's not why you hire a project manager. You hire the project manager to project manage, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and ensure that the team has what they need to do what they need to do. Exactly. Well, we're wrapping up on time here. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I just uh, I, I want to make sure that folks know that uh, when it comes to leadership, there's more than one model that's out there. Uh, find the one that resonates with you. 
And when you take a look at being a leader, it's not just the project manager that needs to be the leader. It's you. It's the whole team. At points in time, each and every one of you will be a leader. That's really great. And before we go, I have a quick lightning round of questions. So I'll ask you a few (laughs) questions, and just give us one sentence of an answer, and uh, we'll see how this works out. All right, so what is one quality that every leader needs to have? Listen. They need to be a good listener. What's one book you think leaders should read? Oh, my goodness. Um, I do like um, Leadership Agility by Joyner and Josephs. Um, That one, I think, really in today's economy, with a lot of change that's out there, their focus is how does a leader operate and change. Is there a blogger or another expert in this space that inspires you? So for me right now, I'm actually a doctoral student and I'm I'm studying leadership and change and change management. And so there's literally dozens and dozens. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I do like Joyner and Joseph, as I just mentioned. Uh, Kuzes and Posner uh, is fantastic. They've got five practices to leadership. Um, There's just, there's so many that are out there. And last and most importantly, where can our listeners go to find out more information about you, Steve? Yeah, so uh, I'm the founder and principal at Cottage Street Consulting. And so I post pretty much all my white papers, all my conferences, the slides and things like that. Um, Just recently did a couple videos that are going to be posting very soon. And uh, if you go to cottagestreetconsulting.com, you can get access to all those things, and uh, it's all free. It's there for you to use. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Steve Martin. Um, I'm Jonathan Barbado, reporting from PD Day 2018. Great. Thank you for having me. That was Steve Martin, founder of Cottage Street Consulting. For more information about him and his work, visit www.cottagestreetconsulting.com. You've been listening to This Is How Projects Get Done, project management conversations with experts around the world. Be sure to subscribe to hear more expert interviews, learn about the latest trends, and gain key insights into the world of project management.